Welcome back to Terror Takeover, your one-stop shop for all things creepy, disgusting, and horrifying. I'm your host, Crow. And I'm Zoe. Um, and we're so excited to talk about today's episode with you guys. Um, I feel like I watched like a bunch of really good movies this week that I wasn't expecting to like as much. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about that. Uh, but we do want to start off on some horror news. Some crazy that, um, horror news. Some crazy horror news that came out this week. Um, let's start off maybe a little bit lighter, depending on who you are. But um, the release of The Exorcist Deceiver, which was supposed to be the second movie um, in the new Exorcist trilogy, uh, is being postponed by Blumhouse and Universal. It was originally supposed to come out, um, I don't remember exactly when, but uh, sometime in twenty. 25 i think um and they just took it off the calendar so now um eventually it's kind of just like yeah it's coming out eventually um and also david gordon green who directed the exorcist believer will not be returning to work on the second film um and a lot of people are kind of speculating like is this because believer didn't really do that well and like a lot of people just didn't really enjoy it um probably but um we don't know for sure. So uh, there's no way of knowing and I don't want to get sued. But yeah, that definitely sucks for people who are looking forward to that. Um, but as we talked about last episode, not last episode, but the one before, you guys know how I felt about Believer. I was pretty disappointed with it. our second bit of horror news. And I'm going to be a little bit um, like careful when I say this, because as far as I know, there is still an ongoing lawsuit. Um, but if you don't live under a horror rock, then you should know that Mia Goth is being accused. Excuse me. I, I think I just spit everywhere. Oh, you're huh? good. She's being well, sued. She's, right. But she's being accused by um, the a background actor in the movie Maxine that they're working on named James Hunter for allegedly kicking him in the head. Um, and there's an ongoing lawsuit right now. So um, that, you know, who knows? We don't, nobody really knows exactly what's going on. And there is like, apparently like, probably recordings of it because they had like a couple different takes obviously that didn't work out and that was one of the takes so who knows how that's all going to go around but um i assume that they have that on recording but he also sued a24 for um for alleged wrongful termination when the production company's casting agency um asked him not to return to set for the remainder of filming so we'll see how all that stuff goes well wait don't um, forget the quote the best part apparently she said i dare someone to say something about it when she kicked him allegedly was, apparently allegedly, allegedly according to james hunter happens. right nobody really knows exactly i'm sure other than the people who have the recordings and the people that were there but um allegedly told him that uh like i yeah like something about um if you say something about it nobody's gonna care or something like that but um we don't know we'll see how that goes and, oops, she took method <laughs> acting I, oops, way too seriously right um yeah. right but um of course you know anybody can really just say anything so we'll kind of just uh hang out until we see um how things go with the lawsuit mm. i just hate basically. that because that's your girl you know what <laughs> that's I mean? my girl well, yeah i, I mean it, am i supposed to be is... upset about this story <laughs> this is not am i supposed to be like oh this sucks um no listen that's why i like i want to hear her this side look, right look, you, my opinions are only my own this does not represent the podcast for right else but I'm here for the violent woman era. We don't know what happened on the set. We don't know if there was some sort of maybe argument that took place or anything like that. That's just not being talked about. So could be that it was something small that ended up just getting totally like blown out of proportion. And then um, all this came of it. And who knows that she actually said those things 
number one at all. Um, but number two, who knows that um, that's exactly what she said or that it was taken out of context or anything like that. So um, it's just one of those situations where it's kind of like the only people who genuinely know what happened are the people that were there at the time. And um, all we can do is kind of just see how things run their course in court, basically. Right. We'll see. We'll see. And as far as I know, um, she hasn't made any comment or anything about it. And I haven't seen um, A24 say anything about the incident or anything. So. Um, We'll see. Maybe we'll update you guys next week and see what uh, what has happened um, by then, basically. But yeah, that's pretty crazy. So I was on iHorror.com and I saw Ooh. that Neve Campbell, quote unquote, said she would only return to make another Scream movie if she was paid correctly. Apparently, there was like a whole pay dispute as her coming oh. back as like Sydney Prescott. And right. Yeah. So I hope they get that sorted out because. I love seeing her in each and every one of the movies. So is that what they were saying happened like with the last movie? That's why she wasn't in um, Scream mm-hmm. 6? I'm not too sure. Hmm. I'd be interested. But, That'd be something I'd have to look into. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought that was strange because they may, I mean, even, you know, with like the last new one, they like found a way to like pop her in there. And then mm-hmm. um, if it's, I mean, it's probably not a spoiler for anybody, but Exorcist Believer, they did the same thing with, um, with Reagan, I can't remember the name of the actress. Oh my god, I love her. Linda Blair. Um, Linda Blair, yeah. She like popped in for like a second, and I was just like, okay, yeah. I was obviously right. here for the fan service, but didn't really like add anything to the movie literally at all because she was there for like five seconds. Um, so I don't know. Like, I honestly don't think it's super, super necessary for them to just be there just for them to be there. Um, mm-hmm. but I do love when they're brought back and they actually have like a significant role. So, oh, yeah, um, for sure. That could be, you know, that could be. And then I saw, um, cool. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Jacob Elordi. Yeah. yeah. The Frankenstein love thing. Him. Anyways, um, yeah, the Frankenstein. Um, yeah, I'm we really, talked I'm about it last week. I know. I'm I'm just really curious to see as to where it goes because I'm just like seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Um, if any of you are not aware of Jacob Elordi, he was in Euphoria, Priscilla, right. uh, Saltburn, which still have not seen yet, but me I have either. been bumping that soundtrack. Let me tell yeah, you what. Same. Yeah, same. Big same. <laughs> I need to check it out too, just because I always hear. It. And then Charlotte watched it and she said she really enjoyed it. So what? I'm. I just need to actually take the time to just do it. But I was like watching, I literally watched four movies in a row. Like I sat on my couch and for four movies the other day, just because I could not get up and I was really enjoying myself watching the movies that we're going to talk about in this episode. So, I mean, I kind of like chose all my, the ones I was most excited for, for like that particular day too. So I just couldn't Mm -hmm. help myself, but um, yeah, I just haven't had time to watch anything else. I will probably this week watch Saltburn because, um, because I have some more free time. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> this week, um, we wanted to do the theme of Snowed in Horror. And this was one that was brought on um, by Charlotte, actually. I think that you kind of spearheaded this movement, um, <laughs> which I think is really cool and perfect because uh, where we live, um, it's been pretty cold. And it's funny that I'm saying that because I'm in Louisiana and probably people in New York right now are like, just shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you have no idea what cold is, but um, but it's been cold for us. And so um, I, I think it's great that we got to talk about uh, movies in which um, people were either stuck somewhere because they were snowed in or they were just stuck somewhere because um, if they tried to leave, they wouldn't survive um, 
leaving in the snow basically so um yeah and there's actually a lot of really good movies that uh pertain to that theme which Mm -hmm. um which is not surprising because you can probably think of a few right off the top of your head uh the first one that i'm gonna mention and normally i know i do these in like chronological order or like in order of when they came out but i didn't do that this week so it's gonna be a little jumbled around the place um the thing i love this movie and for some reason i like thought I never saw the original one but then I was watching it again and I was like I literally have seen this movie several times like I knew everything that was happening Mm -hmm. I don't know I think I'm just at the point where I've seen enough movies that like they just all become like mush to me um I love this movie I think it's amazing um me and Charlotte were just talking about how beautiful Kurt Russell is as um a whole but especially (laughs) in this movie um it's like total classic creature feature and um one of the uh, most popular sci-fi horror films as well. We were just talking about how um, Alien is... Um, I said in the uh, 2023 episode that it was quite possibly the most um, popular sci-fi horror of all time, and I googled it. It is literally the most popular sci-fi horror of all time, but the thing is also super high up there. So if you haven't seen it and you're into that kind of movie, definitely watch it. It's one of those classics that you cannot pass up. It's absolutely disgusting my least favorite part and like one of my most favorite parts um at the same time of the movie is the part where the dog's face like comes apart and like the shit like comes Mm. do you remember that part it's so disgusting it's like when the first um kennel dog like starts kind of falling apart and the little like tendrils and tentacles and shit start coming out of them it's so disgusting um it's amazing and then you have to consider the time that this came out as well 1982 um just the special effects like we gotta hand it to him just incredible for the time and even if something like that were to come out now it's amazing um also i have to add i know that i'm always harping that like Dario Argento is my favorite director. Um, I had a soul-searching moment this week where I realized I love Argento, and I'm going to be so sad saying this on record, but um, I think I have to say John Carpenter is my favorite director. He overtook Argento. And he was always one of my favorites, but I have to say, like, he's definitely, at this point, he has to be my number one top favorite. Overtook -hmm. overtook Argento, so... I thought it was a really good movie. I actually watched the 1982 one and the 2011 one that came out, um, mm-hmm. kind of like back and forth. So I was right. able to kind of compare the two. I thought it was really nice that when I was watching the first, so it was weird because I obviously watched the newer one first and then went back and watched the older one and then the newer one again. And I, it was kind of interesting to see how in the older one it was obviously a lot more like of its time with like the stupid joke right. with the chess machine mm-hmm. and like all the dudes just instantly going crazy. Like, honestly, that's the biggest thing you have to worry about in this situation is everybody yeah. else losing their shit. Like, obviously, yes. the monster was super, super scary, but they were pretty right. much punching each other up and yelling at each other as soon as anyone got, like, a hint of being suspicious, you know? Like, they yeah. were off the rails from the very beginning, and I thought that was, like, clown shit, basically, compared yeah. to the newer movie, where they kind of, like, in the newer movie, people took a little bit longer to figure out what was going on and were a little bit yeah. less, like, oh, no, it can't be a, a thing. What is that? Yeah. Well, the first one, they were just, like, oh yeah we're fucked everyone's got everyone has to die like it was yeah. just ridiculous but yeah and then yeah I, I totally agree with you that even though it was an older movie i was actually a lot more grossed out and kind of like a little bit more scared yeah, than it was pretty gross. Newer one. disgusting like, yeah oh my gosh yeah, it was nasty yeah the dog was i don't know you should never have to see a dog or a human melted down to that Ugh. extent and like so just green I, slime yeah and i knew the tendrils were like obviously fake i knew the blood was like yeah. stupidly obviously fake but yet it was just so gross I don't disturbing know. Just so disturbing yeah absolutely um, 
But yeah, and also, yeah, Kurt Russell was just completely beautiful to see. I was like, I don't know who this man is, but I keep looking at him, even though I think at one point I definitely thought he was one of them. I was like, oh, it's him. He set this whole shit up. And then, right. you know, obviously it wasn't. But I was like, damn, yeah. if it's him, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> him and Childs were my favorite the whole time. And, yeah. then, and then, so in the newer movie, obviously, the main character, um, the woman, I liked her a lot. But I also, I still like Childs again in the second movie. Too. Yeah. I don't know that vibe. So, yeah. Um, I think you like yeah. a, a little bit of an anti hero as well. So, yeah, maybe do. that had like something to do with it. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, Childs was like a dick, you know, but like he wasn't necessarily wrong. So, you couldn't like be mad at him for it, yeah. you know? Like, he, he was, was just not like. too sure about everything. Nothing he was super skeptical. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the only reason why you wouldn't want to like him is because you like McCready, you know? But, yeah, pretty much. Um, but other than that, like, he's like, like a really cool dude basically yeah i liked windows a lot too but you know yeah i did too there's always that uh, there's just always a baby. that one character's little baby that they just gotta get yes. out of here so. <laughs> yeah yeah literally yeah, but that was good it was a good movie yeah i think the thing is definitely like a it's definitely like a must watch horror like if you're Absolutely. like starting off and you're like just really getting into it i think the thing mm-hmm. is um hands down a really great film and i mean the uh, advertisement is just like yeah. sick as hell so but i will say that movie is pretty grotesque like there were some parts where i was like yeah it's super gross <laughs> the but... part where the guy's head turns into a spider is like what in the fuck is going on it's so nasty and that's what i think i love about like 80s movies okay they don't have like maybe the um ability to like do certain things that we can do in movies now as far as like effects and of course they don't have cgi which you know i have my opinions about cgi um however what they did have was a complete lack of reverence and they just kind of did whatever you know like they kind of just like didn't really give a shit which i think is what makes those movies so good is because they really pushed boundaries in a lot of ways like Mm -hmm. i think that there are lots of things that if they were done uh, or lots of things that happened in 80 movies 80s movies sorry that if they were done today people would be like what was that all about like that's like really fucked up and that's like you know i don't know so i think that there's something really fun about that like complete disregard for anybody's boundaries (laughs) at the time yeah also um i don't know if you knew this or i didn't really know a whole lot about this until one of my coworkers told me shout out to her by the way i don't know if she listens like that though but apparently not the thing that we saw obviously but before that there was another version of the thing that came out that was part of a trilogy Right, it's, it's like still the thing between it's like a longer title like that yeah it's like yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. from another world the thing from right another world. that's what and it is like, exactly yeah there's a couple others and it's pretty good it's, it's the same relatively the same story but i thought that was right. super cool because people don't really talk about it anymore and people also mm-hmm. like lately talk a lot about how there's so many reboot reboots there's so many reboots and remakes but honestly we've been doing that since the beginning of time essentially so yeah, true. whatever version of the thing that you saw it's probably a remake of a remake of a yeah. remake so so, but, yeah. but they're all good. All versions are pretty good. God, and, it's so true. Uh, I didn't know this at the time either. I'm not going to delve into it because I honestly don't know too much about all of it. But I didn't realize that a lot of these kinds of movies, or maybe not these kinds of movies per se, because the other Snowden movies that we watched are very different. But right. some of these, like at least the Thing movies, kind of all were a political movie, apparently. Not like deeply political, but they were all oh. like... um a big metaphor for like unseen enemies that look like your friends but they're not apparently oh, and how wow. easy it is to like I just got slip a into chill. these different roles <laughs> yeah and that's why they were in, in the first yeah. movie they were so weirdly like oh i think that guy's a norwegian or why do we care so much about saving this movie? like the weird racial oh, undertones essentially yeah yeah, yeah 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 all of that tribalism and stuff all that i mean obviously it's very very subtle but if yeah. you might find a deeper meaning of the movie that yeah was the idea behind it 
So. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Cool that is super cool. Yeah, I love that. Man, what a great movie. God, what a great director. <laughs> Incredible. And I love that um, this is unrelated, but actually, no, we're going to talk about it next week. So I'm just not going to, I'm just going to leave y'all hanging on that one. But anyway, <laughs> um, the next movie that we have to talk about is another like total classic. We're starting out with two bangers here, but obviously you had to know we were talking about this one, The Shining. Um, incredible movie and literally the quintessential movie about being snowed in like 100 percent um everybody knows what it's about um of course it's like john uh, john sorry jack nicholson <laughs> jack john nicholson, nicholson um john nicholson jack uh jack nicholson takes um his character takes the job as a caretaker of a hotel um on its off season um in the winter which people just don't go to in the winter because it's horrible conditions and it's just snowing like crazy and you can't get to and from it mm -hmm. um and then um he kind of just ends up losing his mind a little bit because of the um dark history of the hotel and it's an incredible movie and um that's another one where it's like if you're just starting out getting into horror and you're not sure what to watch that is such a huge contender you have to have to see that one i mean there is just no option it's um it's amazing it's a masterpiece really and um and the book is really good as well um if you if you like to read your horror um so highly recommend that it's a really long book though i feel like it takes a long time to read it but anyway mm -hmm. and I then we love our girl like shelly yeah it's massive thick. well there's so much more detail in the book of, as usually is but um the movie itself is like we were just talking about i think it's like 147 minutes if i got that on the dot i'm gonna mm. lose my goddamn mind that's incredible but that's it's like two and something now. like two and a half hours um but the book itself like if they tried to put everything that was in the book into the movie mm -hmm. it would have had to be at least four like it's yeah, insane some, how much like a mini series or something oh that'd be so good mm -hmm. oh my gosh that's such a good idea holy shit yeah, hire us <laughs> hire us <laughs> no i will say like the shining is definitely like one of the first like movies i've ever watched like getting yeah, into horror absolutely. and the how is it i don't know did somebody make a game out of the shining because if they didn't i think they really should because that oh, would be that's a something... sick ass video game I will say everybody is like always talking about, oh, put Jack in um, um, Dead by Daylight and like oh, make Shelly a survivor and stuff. But I just don't know if, um, yeah, I know, right? But I don't know, like, like I feel like that'd be so awkward. <laughs> like just having a regular like human being like as a killer because they don't really do that. It's usually like a monster or something with yeah. some sort of superpower or something. But I think it could be cool. Um, and well, I guess like they have well, Michael Myers, so. Plus, technically, I mean, was he a normal human being? There was a lot right. of stuff going on. Right, I mean, he was like clearly, yeah, like possessed and stuff. shit. But so, and right. plus, him looking around cool. with an axe would be so classic DVD. Oh, that'd be so. super cool. Yeah, and they did it with Michael, so they could totally do it with him. That'd be super cool. I'd totally support that. I will say, like, yeah. my favorite part in The Shining is the um, is the blood part where it was just like yeah. pouring out of that. That part was just yeah. phenomenal. Like, yeah. who was in charge of that? Yeah, I love that part. I also love the part where um, Wendy like goes and looks at his typewriter, and he's just been typing the same sentence for pages and pages. That's and so that is so fucking horrifying. Yes. Like, and that's so funny. Because, All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, 
literally because it makes her been so working like <laughs> he's been the one that was freaking out the entire time like about like i can't like focus when you come in here wendy and shit like right. that and then it's like you're literally just typing <laughs> the same thing oh my god that's yeah. so scary that would be like that's like the moment where she's like yeah this is fucked this whole situation is fucked yeah, up like, what an yeah. incredible movie yeah How and then of course yeah. i like the bear the person in the bear costume popping up like oh <laughs> yeah that was like mm. <laughs> Like <laughs> just randomly, this pussy was just cheeks out at first. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the whole vibe has changed, but cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. And it took there me way been... too long to figure out. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, what was going on? I was gonna say it was me... well, not what was going on, but just what red rum was. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah. the white, like like Danny kept saying red rum, red rum. I'm like, damn, yeah. what red room? Is it the one with the blood? It didn't click until basically literally when mm. Shelly like, was looking in the mirror, I was like, <gasps> it all oh, happened at the same God. time. It was so good. <laughs> so good. Which I, I, love also that. Love I feel that. like well, I feel like you had like a like an authentic experience then. That's so yes, sick. Yes, yes. I love when a movie's pacing is just like perfect and I'm like following along yeah. and like everything's just crescending at the same time. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I, was, well, I was right along with Shelley for real. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so sick. I love that. I love that you had that experience. What a great movie. And I, I will also say like one of those movies where so many other movies have paid homage to it, like in some way. Like they've had scenes that were similar and like there are several movies mm-hmm. that have done the like um, and I can't, of course, name them off the top of my head right now, but like the part where the blood, like you were saying, the blood is like coming through the hallway. There were so many movies that have done things like that, like where blood is just like rushing at them. Like, um, right. and then also there are some movies, I can't remember which ones, but there were movies where they've like parodied the like bear fellatio scene as well. Yeah. And just like, yeah, not other like shit like that. Trope everywhere, pretty much. Absolutely. Like, yes, exactly. Twins, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah i mean just god what a legendary movie for sure did y'all see i uh, watched it oh sorry keep doing that i was gonna no, say I'm, finally, I'm happy i finally watched it after years of like seeing bear like, obviously i've seen the here's johnny head like a yeah. million times i mm-hmm. just had no idea like i knew yeah. what it was from i never actually saw the shining never knew for sure Shelley yeah really i never knew her importance until finally watching the movie so absolutely and yeah, and we were talking a little bit as well about how um, how much the role affected her. And I know Zoe knows a lot about mm-hmm. that as well, but how um, it yeah. was extremely traumatic for her because they basically put her in the, uh, these really extreme conditions in which everybody was just kind of being really horrible to her just to keep yeah. her in that state of panic. Um, and that is like, you can imagine how, I mean, me and Charlotte yeah, were talking about how, like, just imagine, like, like even just having to scream for like several hours like what that does to your brain like it re- it has to like yeah. rewire you in some way to like actually believe that you are in a dangerous situation but right anyway yeah that's crazy super i mean i would definitely recommend if you don't know anything about that look up the conditions that shelly duvall was in like during the filming of the shining like i that's a read that i think a lot of people would find really interesting okay this movie uh this was one that like i kept seeing on those like um you know how they'll have those um, like lists of horror movie logos, and then it'll be like, shoot, you can only choose ten. Like this was oh, always yes. on there. I love right? doing those. I, I love those too. <laughs> this was always <laughs> on there, and I was like, I need to watch that. And I I didn't actually watch this one this week. I watched it a few months ago while I was on tour. But um, The Lodge, actually a really mm-hmm. good movie. Um, if you haven't seen this one and you were thinking about watching it, um, it's pretty good. It's like um, definitely a psychological horror, like one hundred percent psychological. Um, there's a lot of crazy uh, stuff going on and you're not really 100% sure what exactly is happening um, the whole time. Um, basically in that movie, it's about this family and the dad introduces his new wife to um, to his kids. And it's like shortly after, well, I'm not going to say shortly, but um, not 
super long after the untimely um, suicide of their mother. Um, so it's it's like a really sensitive situation all around. Um, and they end up going to, I don't remember exactly why, but they end up um, going away on a vacation together to um, this cabin that they have. That's kind of like in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere. Um, and just the isolation of being in the cabin coupled with like the freezing temperatures and everything outside um, the father's new wife kind of starts to succumb to past trauma, uh, that she had, uh, when she was in a cult. And it's like a really, really cool story, really unique as well, in my opinion. Um, this movie's like super creepy and super scary. And also there is a huge plot twist at the end that, um, is like, holy shit, that was insane. And I did not see that coming. Uh, some of you guys are a little bit more intuitive than me, but I did not see it coming at all. And I really, really enjoyed this movie. And the um, actress that plays Grace did an amazing job. An amazing job. So good. Oh, yes, 100%. I wouldn't have not yeah. expected less from Riley Keough at all. Is that the director or the actress? No, the actress. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is mm -hmm. she in something else that... Um, I'm not sure Let's if she's out. done any other <laughs> acting before, but Riley Keough is um, Elvis's granddaughter. Oh, is it really? Yes. <laughs> That's so random. We were just oh, talking about the Priscilla movie. <laughs> what the um, hell? That's sick, though. A family of um, talent. Yeah. But she did movie. do, like, a really good performance, though. Like, I feel like the complex, like, emotions of her character with yeah, her traumatic sure. past, like, it just really, it hit home in certain places. I was it did, like, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. You, it's like the whole time you're kind of suspecting that something's not right with her and that she could mm -hmm. be dangerous, but you, you can't help but love her. Like you can't help right. but be rooting for her because right, right, right. she overcame like an insane situation, you know, mm -hmm. um, where it's like, I mean, it's not a spoiler. I don't think because, um, it's kind of like one of the main things about the movie, but she's trying to, um, kind of get over this guilt of, um, she was in a cult in which everybody like basically jonestown themselves um but she just didn't do it and she's like trying to get over the guilt of not having joined them but also like trying to assimilate mm. into like a regular life so um it's really crazy and really interesting really really cool and just um i really enjoyed the movie i didn't watch it recently but i did like read the wikipedia and then i realized i actually did watch it on my own at some point oh, really? and i don't know yes i, I think we watched it around the same time though because i think i remember yeah, telling I you watch this movie and you watched it like the next day yeah, I don't know if we watched it together or what, but I was like, wait, I remember this. So, yes, right. actually, that movie, I thought that was just fucked up. I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, it was fucked up. I guess I won't say what happened, but it was fucked up. Um, I thought, it was fucked up. Mm -hmm. I just think that, like, the idea of somebody, like, progressively getting more and more insane is such a uh, good movie yes. thing for me. That's why I enjoyed The Lighthouse so much. There's a bunch of oh, other, like, psychiatric horrors I want to watch. But yeah. I just haven't yet. We need yeah. to revisit the lighthouse. I think it's about that time. It's like coming up. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. It's a lot. Oh my god, what a masterpiece, though. I think that it's might not be. Snow, but you know. Oh yeah. Well, we could do even a Robert Eggers episode, but oh god. Yeah, god, we should. Amazing. We have to do directors' episodes, minisodes at some point. Yes. But, um, for but sure. anyway, this movie overall, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was. It was just fun. It was, it was probably, this is probably one of those movies that makes me think of like Snowden horror. It's like there's something about like just being trapped in a space with yes. people fucking with you, which is awful. Um, yeah. I think the religious themes were very like scary in their own way. Like, yes. I, think, uh, I never get sure. people who like, and this is obviously very common. I don't, I don't have grandparents. So I never had the whole grandparent experience, which is mm. not like, trauma for me, but like the idea of going to someone's house and there's just like crosses and Mary <gasps> statues and roses yeah. everywhere. I'm like, 
this one really work for me. I would possibly, yeah. I'll just feel it's like, like I don't I know whether to center. love it or to hate it. Right. Because well, I do so think I like know. religious imagery is like really beautiful, but at the same I time, there's like too much. Is too- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Like when you um, got the Jesus picture staring at me, like while I'm sleeping, yeah. right? Well, it's the figure. Well, it depends. Depends. Like, out, yeah. that's a lot. That's really. It depends. A lot. Well, here's here's my thing: is whenever it seems like it's being you, like if it's just like mm-hmm. okay, like in a uh, context in which it's like, oh, like this is a Christian family that's celebrating their love for Jesus and shit. It's like okay, yeah, yeah like that's it. Just you know, looks no like problem. you know. But it's that's whenever awesome. it has an energy that it's trying to ward something off. That's yeah. what's scary to me. <laughs> yes. That is what's scary yes. to me. So like yes. it's like my right. uh like a lot of like my family members will have like a crucifix hanging at the, like like the end of their hallway and I'm like right. oh, because you <laughs> Yes. It's, it's like wild. it's almost like be gone like you cannot come yes. down here and it's like what are you like, where are the you? spirits being warded away? <laughs> it's awesome. yes, yes. That, oh, that energy is so scary and I think yeah. if if you've been in that environment then you know exactly what I'm talking about but yeah, I'm like super yeah. I'm super open-minded you know about like a lot of things like that but i know exactly what you're talking about and especially if like it also has to do with like the mood that you're already in like if you're already kind of like paranoid or freaked out because you watched a scary movie or something like that then it's like oh god like guys i want to talk about 30 days of night that movie was so good um i have seen this movie and actually i saw this at a mutual friend of me and charlotte's when we were kids siobhan's house she had this playing yeah we always watch horror movies at her house and i remember just being like so confused the whole time (laughs) but um this movie is so good revisiting it revisiting sorry it as an adult um it's amazing josh harnett is incredible love him so much um it's a great movie um it's basically about this like town in a lot i assume it's in alaska but um you know how like um in certain parts of alaska it'll just be like nighttime for like a month um so like the whole idea behind this movie is just that like it's during a time in which they're experiencing a really long night aka 30 days of night um and a group of bloodthirsty vampires acknowledges that it's like the perfect time for them to swoop in and just start wrecking havoc on the town um which is a really cool concept um and these are no twilight vampires these are violent ass evil Mm -hmm. ass vampires oh they are um, i love that they were real crusty (laughs) a lot very crusty yes absolutely um i love it i love a movie in which the vampires are like just horrible and nefarious um and i will say that i did cry at the end so yeah (laughs) it's a really cool movie um i love that they have like the struggle between the two main characters and like the the problems that they're dealing with with their marriage and i love that like you can see them slowly falling in love again the romantic in me absolutely loves that um i also that she looks at him it was just it's so sweet it's like come on guys get over your shit you know but um also i love how the movie is filmed as well like it's just got this like i mean it's based off of a graphic novel um obviously so um you know it's yeah yeah yeah. it's um it's pretty sick but i will say that the movie like the actual cinematography of the film did a really good job of capturing that kind of like comic booky almost feel to it where it was just um i don't know it's kind of hard to describe but it was super gritty i think is like a really good way to put it like very gritty um love that it's a great movie um super super highly recommend but yeah, mm-hmm. there are some scenes that are um, pretty rough. Like there are some like uh, decapitating scenes that are like kind of like crazy if you're not expecting them. 
um yeah. there's a lot of like throat slashing so that's a another lot. thing too yeah a lot, a lot of people it's a great just with their throats gashed open which i i don't mind and it all, all happens so like, fast yeah. too yeah it's that, all like literally just, like, that's my thing i love that it was all quick like when they were all like, yeah. outside just talking they were like okay right. let's do rock paper scissors all right rock paper over with now everyone's like, dead yeah bye <laughs> yeah i'm like oh also, one of the most beautiful scenes in the movie that I can think of is the one where I'm assuming it's fine. I mean, I, I don't know if it was a drone. This movie came out in like the early aughts, so like I don't know if they had drones. Yeah. Then, but where there's just like the sky view, where there's this overhead view of just like the carnage going on on the ground with like the yeah. snow and just yes. running around like roaches just and like, the blood eating spots. off each other. Yeah. Oh yes, god, it was just was all the blood in the scene. snow. Yes. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Oh, great. Was like, damn, yeah. this is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. Good. <laughs> yeah, good we're like, it's beautiful, but yeah. it, when we say that, we mean it was really upsetting and, yeah. like, really fucked yeah, up and know. terrifying. It wasn't but, like yeah. salt burn pretty. It was, like, just artistic. Well oh. done. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. You know, I will say, when movie. it comes to, like, vampire movies, like, <clears throat> I like Blade and, like, this movie. Yeah. Like, I like a nice, violent, vampire movie yeah give me like, blood, i'm girl. not talking Man. about no fucking cheesy shit like i like yeah. violence you know what i mean yeah sorry no, trigger warning i'm talking about violence <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think it's just like raw and it's just really gritty and like yeah. it just i don't know it's it's just something to it it's really something yeah. to it i love i don't mind a cheesy vampire movie depending mm-hmm. like i'm kind of like it depends for me. Like, I don't want it to feel like a teeny bopper kind of thing. You know what right. I mean? Like, if it's a little yeah. bit grown up, I can handle it. Um, but I do love a super, yeah, super violent vampires. I love that. Because then mm-hmm. it, like, actually, like, is like, wow. You know, um, they have they have this, like, bond together that is, like, truly so much more than just being like, hey, turn me, turn me, or just falling in love with a human. Like, right. I think that there's something so, like uh incredible and just like super um I, I don't know like instinctual i guess about like them being able to build this bond together i don't know it's hard to describe and i feel like i'm just rambling at this point but i love that i love that mm-hmm. this is a movie that i watched when i was like in junior high i think but i just rewatched it again dead snow uh, we don't really have to super get into this one because I know that it's not going to be for everybody. Like, it's definitely campy. Um, Nazi zombies, that's all I have to say about that. There's a ton of gore. Um, and I will say, actually, in this movie, being snowed in isn't as much of an issue um, because the protagonists in certain scenes do try to kind of, like, use it to their advantage, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a pretty, like, entertaining movie. It's a Norwegian film, I think, actually. Um, and yeah. it's kind of one of those movies where it really, like, garnered a pretty huge cult following, um, especially amongst, like, the zombie communities. Like, I remember... Um, there was a time where people were like, if you like zombies, you can't say you like, or, you know, it's like, if you like this band name three songs, it was one of those things where it was like, if you like zombie movies um, and you haven't seen Dead Snow, what are you even doing? It was like one of those things, but it is a good movie. Um, It's entertaining, you know, it's not like this incredible, like there's some moral value to it or anything, but it's a solid film. Um, I watched another movie, Black Mountainside, um, which I, I did enjoy that one. Um, This one's from yeah, 2014. Um, and you sounded I was, like you were liking it a lot. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. solid. I mean, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but I was pleasantly surprised. I'll say that. Um, this was one of those movies where um, I was actually shocked to find that the critic reviews were, like, decent. I think on, like, Rotten Tomatoes, it was, like, 80% or something. Mm. Um, but the viewer... Wait. 
I think, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but the viewer yeah. reviews were not good. And I was like, that's so opposite because I've seen so many movies where like the people just like random like moviegoers loved it and critics don't, you know what I mean? Just because usually yeah. like it's people just kind of like anything that they reason. spent money on. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was the opposite with this one. And I thought that was unusual. Um, I will say if you liked the ritual, you w- will probably like this movie. Um, it's about a group of men suffering from extreme isolation in the middle of the woods. Um, they start to go insane and turn on each other. Uh, very similar to the ritual. Um, and they keep seeing this like a uh, creature with antlers that is worshipped by locals, which is the ritual, basically. Mm. <laughs> um, but this came out three years before the ritual, so I can't help but feel like this was like had to be some sort of inspiration for them. Um, the yeah. ritual obviously was done a lot better. Um, I don't remember if it's a Netflix. I think it's a Netflix film, so it probably had a much higher budget. Um, but yeah, the other than uh, maybe the cinematography not being great on this movie um, and the acting not being like 100% like bulletproof, uh, right. This was, for all intents and purposes, a solid movie, good plot, um, decent dialogue, um, and the pacing and everything. I thought it was done really well. Um, but just like I said, mm. you can probably expect like that quality that we kind of um, expect more with like 2B movies and stuff like that. But it's a good movie. I will have to disagree with you, though. I don't feel like the... I don't know. I don't feel like the script and dialogue were like a hundred percent on point but then i don't know the timeline just seemed like really out of place in a way the script was a little bit awkward i do agree with yeah. you on that there were some things what where... i'm trying to say is like it was just kind of awkward oh some... the timing on like how the mm-hmm. lines were delivered right yeah i will say there were mm. some parts where i felt like um a character would like come out the cut just like yelling about mm-hmm. something which seemed like um out of nowhere but i think that um i kind of like chalk that up to being um i thought that was like part of them like losing their minds a little bit right Um, so maybe there was like a better way that they could have shown that like they could have made it more obvious that that was why they were doing that because part of it did seem like it was maybe a little bit awkward acting so i i do totally see where you're coming from on that Mm -hmm. um another movie that i like really actually really enjoyed was uh frozen from 2010 it's not the frozen with anna and elsa and all that shit this is a different movie um it's totally y2k like the vibes are very much like earlier 2000s i'm not gonna say early 2000s but earlier because it was 2010 um it's about three friends who get stuck on a ski lift in the middle of like an abandoned uh ski resort and I love movies like this from this time because I feel like there was like a random chunk of movies that came out around that time that was just like super realistic things that could have 100% happened. Um, and I, I kind of wonder if um, that all came about because of like Final Destination. Like maybe that inspired like a series of movies like that. But For sure, because that would be yeah. absolutely terrifying being stuck. Right. On a ski lift. And so you <laughs> think, well, why don't they down, just, guys? right. You kind of want to be like, well, why didn't they just jump? Well, it was like super high. Right. And well, you know, one of right. them did jump Let's and we saw how that jump went. jump and but... break all of our <laughs> fucking limbs. Right. Yeah. Um, but then also like the, uh, cable between the ski cars, like there's one scene where he's trying to like, one ski tar- sorry, one ski car to the next or whatever they're called. Um, one ski lift car to the next um, but those cables and I've heard that those cables are actually like really sharp so mm-hmm. um, which seems like counterintuitive just in case like something like this ever does happen but anyway um, so they have to basically find out how to get on the ground and get help and um, it's honestly done 
really well. I've told you guys in the past that I love movies that have a very limited setting. Um, so most of this film is literally shot in like the same like steel of like seat, which I think is really cool that they were able to get so much done with it. Um, and I totally enjoyed it and I was happy with it. And it makes me want to watch, go back and watch more of those movies that I like saw in Blockbuster as a kid, um, because this yeah. was definitely one of those. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I also made a TikTok about this particular film. You so did. if you haven't seen that so one, cute. yeah, go check it out yeah. <laughs> on our Terror Takeover TikTok. Um, the last one for me that I watched this week in preparation for, uh, for the topic was a movie called Werewolves Within. I mean, it wasn't mm. so much they were like snowed into a house, um, but it was kind of like the town was snowed in. Like there was, um, kind of like, um, an avalanche situation that happens on the main road that led back to like the rest of civilization. Um, this movie was okay. It's, um, it wasn't like bad necessarily. I think that they did it well, like probably for the type of people that like this kind of movie. It was one of those like horror comedies. Um, and I'm not like a super huge, like horror comedy person. Um, there are some that I like, like Tucker and Dale versus evil, but this was right. just one that didn't really like, I wasn't like super, super into it or like thought it was even like super, super funny, <laughs> but, um, it is starring Sam Richardson from, I think you should leave. So I thought that was cute um yeah this movie's super chaotic um it's decent if you're into horror comedies you're probably gonna like it period was there any other movies that you guys watched that you wanted to talk about oh my goodness i cannot it it just popped up into my head i've already seen it like a hundred fucking times so i didn't even have to write it down but dude storm of the century i don't know that one what Okay, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Storm of the Century is just so fucking good. It's a Stephen King film. Oh. And basically, man, the plot is just absolutely crazy. Also, that mm. movie is like almost three hours long. Oh, so I had, it on VH- <laughs> I had it on VHS. So like yeah. when it was over, you would have to take it out and flip it to the other side. And you're like, all right, we got oh to finish gosh. the movie now. But yeah. I think it was that long because... It's not a movie. It was actually like a little mini so thing, which right, I didn't find out. Series. But the plot, there's like this guy who he's kind of demonic in a way. And okay. so I think it does take place in Alaska. And like the snow is just like really, really bad to where everyone kind of has to all huddle together and like one area and like while they're all doing that taking shelter this guy is just out like killing people Hmm. like just going into their homes and like reciting like prayers and shit and saying he's a little teapot short and stout this is just crazy it is absolutely wild i think that you would have to like dive into it to like really understand what i'm talking about but i think storm of the century is definitely like one of my favorite horror films or horror sodes for sure. Right. So that one was pretty good. And I huh. thought I should mention that one because it has snow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll look into it. Yeah, I mean, you would hope so, right? It's called being called Storm of the Century. So. Right. Actually, Let's let say. me, because I feel like I didn't explain it. Okay. So it says Mike Anderson, the constable of the isolated main island hamlet, Little Trail Island is facing the toughest challenge of his career. Not only is a devastating winter storm bearing down on his community, but it brings with it one Andre Linoge, a sinister stranger. 
who may mm. just be the devil incarnate. So it's kind of like so it's familiar. It's kind of sounds way. like some omen shit. Has yeah. an uncanny knowledge of all the town's dark secrets, and he uses that knowledge to drive some of the locals to murder and suicide Ooh. with each horrific event. Um, he repeats like this one infamous line that says, "Give me what I want, and I'll go away." What he wants, however, is more horrifying. But yeah, Storm of the Century, it's great. Nice. Um, something I just thought of, like I wrote this in my notes because mm. I thought it was kind of weird, but I've noticed that for whatever reason in all of these movies, there's always like, um, A, violence against like dogs. <laughs> but that's probably because yeah. like, um, if you think of like sled dogs, like, I don't know, I'm I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I've noticed that. And then I've always noticed that there's always like a dramatic explosion or like some sort of like fire thing. And I think that's probably because a lot of directors um, love the idea of like, oh, the poetic, like it's fire and snow. Like it's two like completely opposite things. Um, and I also probably um, would say that a lot of that was inspired by the thing um, just because there's obviously like a huge, um, huge fire at the end. So maybe that's, maybe that's where that comes from. But uh, I, I just noticed that. And especially because I was watching them all like within two days, I was like, huh that happened in the last movie and that happened in the last movie guys thank you so much again for listening tuning in what do you guys think about snowden horror movies do you like stuff like that i feel like it kind of gives us like a feeling of um almost like claustrophobia in a way that just adds another layer to the uh the fear of the movie until next time stay warm and keep watching horror bye bye <laughs> anyway